Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 285. Woo! 85. That's the year I was born. Damn, I'm old. Sheesh. Wise, not old. Wise. Hello. A lot to discuss this week. Twitter is running wild on Meek Mill, but we will get to that. Wendy Williams had a big weekend, and we will get to that too. Love is Blind is heating up, and we will get to that. And, um... I got to look through my list for the rest of the shit. But yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Puffy's back in the news. Kanye called his own sneakers whack. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Woo. But I digress. Let's start with some positivity. Positivity this week. Men need a woman to remind them of who they are, to remind them of their power. Because at times we do get lost, we do get misguided, and we lean on our women. A lot of the times with men, women is our inspiration. You see men turn their whole lives around. Why? Men need a woman to remind them of who they are, to remind them of their power. Because at times we do get lost, we do get misguided, and we lean on our women. A lot of the times with men, women is our inspiration. You see men turn their whole lives around. Why? All men need a woman to remind them of. Every time he go with you. So. Oops, sorry. Salute to Joey Badass dropping that gym. Wise words from a great young man. Um, yes. I preach that. I've been preaching that for some time now. Get yourself a good woman, man. And what I mean by a good woman is not how she look and... Not her money and not, no, the person. Get you a good woman. Hold on, let me fix my camera. Because my light. Here we go. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's better. Okay. So. All the clips will come from after that. Uh, Yes. Anyway, get you a good woman. What every man needs is a good woman. And fellas, relationships are not easy. They're not supposed to be easy. They're not supposed to always be fun. You're going to hit rough patches where you guys won't get along. Make sure you maintain and respect. I understand People get angry, right? I get mad at my girl. I'm pretty sure she gets mad at me, but we love each other. And at the end of the day, in the heat of the moment, you're just mad. When you come back to reality and you calm down from the emotions, that's still your person. And um, to the people that don't have people, It is not the end of the world. I was single for like six years. (laughs) I I enjoyed it. I I wasn't mad at it. That's me. Were there times in that six years that I wanted to be with someone? Of course. Of course. But it wasn't time. I wasn't ready. My person wasn't ready. Ooh. Can I talk my shit again? 
We got to sprinkle the silence. You got to let that. That was tough, nigga. God damn. God damn, nigga. Woo. Woo, that weed was good today. Well, shit. Ooh, it got me spitting today, Paul. Mm. But yeah. That. Because I forgot what I just said, but whatever I just said was hard because I let the... T- <laughs> but I'm glad this was recorded on video and audio. And whatever I just said, it will come back to me. Remember that. Now, moving on. <laughs> moving on. We want to keep the show lighthearted because there's some heavy shit out there. And listen, I'm not doing... What everybody else is doing. I'm not deep diving on the puff joint pause. I'm not going crazy with the Meek Mill slander. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'm not here for that. That is not what this podcast is about. Yes, it's funny. (laughs) Yes, it's funny. But that is not, I don't want none of that energy near me. You know what I'm saying? Because when you start talking about shit, you bring the energy that is with that. And I don't want any of the, I don't want to talk about it too much. Let's laugh. Let's have fun, right? Let's enjoy ourselves. So I got something I want to play right now. This is a page that I've been on the low following for a long time. For a long time. Secretly following it. Like I refuse to follow it. And then the other days it's like, yeah, I just have to follow this. Anyway, let's have some laughs. <laughs> this shit, this, this nigga... Hey, there are people in this world that are talented for just being themselves. And I appreciate them sharing themselves with us. I think people would say that about me. Ah, thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Anyway, uh, um, I'm not going to say the nigga paid. I'm going to just play it and show y'all what it is. All right. This, this is this shit. This is my shit. Ladies, do your nigga know how to cook? Oh, well, he finna get cheated on. Don't worry about it. Throw the garlic in the air, other nigga. Yeah, this the side nigga house. He going crazy, and that bitch got the double steak delight. Yeah, finna chop it up right. Yeah, go on here, bust that onion down. Fire! And he got a gun. He, you know, he harder than your nigga. Nah. Your nigga old weird, dumb, stinking, dumb cigarette smoking. I don't even know why you met him, bitch. Why the fuck would you fuck with him? You met him at the store? You a dumbass bitch. Anyways, your new nigga making French fries tonight. Yeah. He got his own place. He be bitch. Listen, the fuck is you doing? Focus. He throwing. The, look at the loaded fries. He finna load that ass up too. Uh huh. Oh my god. He, mm, this is just a little appetizer, baby. Put that in your mouth real quick. Here come the steak. Yeah, ladies, you love a man that know how to cook, don't you? Uh huh. That's what I thought. Uh, he know how to fuck too. Yo, that Super Ray 14K, that nigga? Woo! That's a funny fucking page, bro. That, that is a funny page. I've been redoing my Instagram algorithms and I've been unfollowing shit and I've been cleaning my shit up and I'm changing my, my vibrations, right? And I want my shit to be all happy. I'm tired of going on Instagram being sad when I see shit. And it's like, who's posting all this? Dep- Some people just got to go. Not unfollowed. Some people got muted. Some people, yeah, some people, listen, it is what it is. Who gives a shit? It's the internet, bro. People don't care on Instagram no more anyway. Anyways, my, um, my, um, 
my algorithms have been a lot happier. And um, I've been adding and following funny things I find funny lately. And boy, is it's a riot. You know, sometimes I sit up at night and just scroll reels and just laugh. Boy, the, it was one that I put in my story the other day. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. I don't know if I saved it. But um, I'm going to find it. Let me see. Did I save it? Mm. Yes, I did. Ooh. Okay, now y'all got to see this shit. This shit. I'm just going to let her play. Here we go. Hey, y'all. That is some of the funniest shit I have seen in a long time. I watched that the other day about 45 times. About 45 times, bro. And and cried tears laughing at that. It was awesome. It was awesome. But yeah, happy things. Let's talk about that. Because is there things I have to speak about that aren't happy? Um, for example, let's just get into the Wendy Williams documentary. Um, it was on Lifetime this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, two hours Saturday, two hours Sunday, four parts. And uh, me and my girl watched this doc or, or, or whatever you want to call it. And um, it was hard to see Wendy like that, you know, because we used to the, how you doing, you know, you know, we used to that Wendy, all that shit, and ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying, all that Wendy, you know that? But Wendy was in her prime, boy, she, that's all you could, you saw. And, you know, she misses that. I can understand that feeling of being that relevant, that successful, that rich, that just, ah, I did it. I fucked like, ah, <laughs> that had that power, that feeling. And what you're seeing now is the come down. It's the come down from that, that high of success. But what she envisioned as success to her, because everybody's success is, you know, um, everybody's idea of success is subjective, of course. You know, everybody in this world, believe it or not, does not want to be super duper rich. People just want to be happy. And if sometimes they people feel money can do that for them. So they, everybody has a number. And if they ever got that number, they probably wouldn't say that number again. <laughs> like, you know what? That was too much. Give me a cool five mil and I could just get the fuck out of here. Because really, what do you want all the money for? Like, what are you going to do with it? How much stuff do you feel you need to buy? How much money do you feel you need? Like, what are you, what are you really going to do? You want to buy a car? Okay, where are you going to go? 
Where are you going, rich guy? Where are you going to drive that car? Where are you going to drive that car? Nobody in, in the world probably has ever seen but you and your rich friends. And where you live isn't all rich. So when you go to the, beat, to, to the fucking uh, Whole Foods with that Ferrari, it's all red and rimmed up. What do you, what do you think people are going to do? What are you talking about? You have to be in real, real ah, You have to live in reality, bro. You can't even drive those freaking cars. People love to have them and it's cool, but you, 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 you know, they're toys you know, they're for the wealthy. I wouldn't say the rich. Because I saw a, a study today that said uh, the percentage of people that are millionaires in their 20s, 30s, or even 40s is about 2.5%. 2.5% of people in their 40s, 30s, 20s are millionaires. 2.5%. I don't know how factual that is. I've seen it on Instagram. But the numbers made sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> and it sounded smart as a motherfucker to say right now. But I digress. Wendy Williams, she came down from that super big high. And now a lot of people were like, oh, it's karma. She did all that dirty gossip for all those years. And now this is what she gets. It's like, that's not what it is. I just told you what it was. Had nothing to do with that. People make millions and billions of dollars off such propaganda and bullshit. And they live long, healthy lives. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the, the, the fame. You can see her thirst for it in the doc. She went to Hollywood and she believed she was going to get a show. She wanted to be back on TV. Wendy loved being famous. It's a drug. People don't understand fame is a drug. She's telling you she doesn't have any money. She's living in this crazy apartment in the financial district. I know where that building is. She got to sell her apartment that she owned. Crazy, man. It's like, uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Wendy is an icon for black women, okay? In the entertainment business. Wendy came from the radio to the television. We grew up with her all of our lives. We listened to that voice all of our lives. It is going to be a sad day when that lady is not here anymore. And it's a damn shame that she cannot get her family around her. And it is a damn shame that nobody is watching her and supervising her. And I understand she could be mean. But you have to let her family come around her. Let her son be with her. What kind of shit is that? My mother is in New York and they saying they didn't know where she was. What? You don't know where your mother is? And then she comes to Florida and is Bro, I feel so bad for her. You know, I just feel and I hate that they, she was shown in this way. A lot of people don't agree that it, it, it shouldn't have been made. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have came out. People say she wasn't in the right frame of mind to even agree to do this type of thing. She wasn't in a place to film mentally. Health-wise, absolutely not. She was drunk, drinking. She finished like a damn near a whole bottle in a day and her manager finds it. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And you know what's, you know what's foul? 
when all old when all celebrity I don't want to say all old but when all celebrities are like out of the spotlight and doing well nobody talks about you Whitney Houston was famous for way longer than she should have been and not because she had an album out or a hit record it was because she was on drugs they put that woman a camera on her any chance they got she come to the BET Awards. She's, they, 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 all of that shit. They should have never. Michael Jackson, he's fucking losing his shit. Climbing trees. If Michael was in the cut, chilling somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they don't bother. Uh, who, who's the dude? They don't bother, bother Lionel Richie. They don't bother him. He ain't doing. He ain't on drugs. He chilling. He in the cut. They don't bother Dr. Dre. He was going through a divorce. They mentioned him. After he all that shit passed, they don't talk about Dr. Dre. They don't talk about Ice Cube. And he had the little beef with the big three. Okay. Then he got some light. But outside of that, you don't know his business. You don't know his personal shit. Monique, we only know about her when she's saying bad things about people. She's not promoting a special. She's on a roll with Cat Williams now. But why? Because she went on the same show and did what he did. So let's tag up together and say, fuck, uh, uh, Ayo. It's foul. Wendy don't deserve that. She means way too much to our culture and way too much to the industry she was in. Like, they... There will never be another Wendy Williams. We won't have a, we won't ever see that again. We won't. They won't they won't allow it. <laughs> Wendy was an outlier. You know? Um man Uh, now, I don't want to drag the Wendy Williams thing. We all seen it and everything was everything. But, um, they tried to jump Cam Newton. And they were not successful. Now, I want you to know who Cam Newton is. Cam Newton is a Heisman Trophy winning NFL MVP. NFL All-Pro quarterback. Okay, carried the Panthers to a Super Bowl. Used to do the jersey thing like this. Was doing the dab. The first football nigga doing the dab. It was Cam. Yeah. Culturally, Cam is us. He's ours. Cam is a super pro black brother, right? Positive man. Anywho, is that an event for the children? I believe it's something that he... uh. A charity he's a part of with the team, football team, whatever. And uh, some guys had an issue with him. They said he was chalking trash, which is normal because he usually does that. But I guess a person felt he took it too far and say they tried to pop on camp. And it, it wasn't smart because this is a football player. You, you're supposed to go for his legs. You niggas tried to fight 
Nah, you gotta tackle this motherfucker. Get him down. He's 6'5, 245. He work out still. You can't play. See, this is why I still work. This is why I started getting in shape. You know what I'm saying? These little young niggas will try you, bruh. They go, if they think you some old, feeble nigga, you don't work out, belly big, all these niggas do is drink, I'm fucking him up. These little niggas will go beat y'all up. These fucking migrants are going to whoop y'all up. Can you fight, nigga? These migrants came a long way. Hey, yo. Yo. <coughs> they fucking people up. <coughs> it's not funny. They beating people up, nigga. Well, listen, when they get tired of being outside... And them shelters is fully like, listen, nigga, we taking the crib. It's 34 of us. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all got to go. They going to start evicting niggas. Y'all better start working out. Protect your family. You better be able to fuck Pepe up. Hey, nigga, come fuck around. Y'all niggas is playing with y'all health. Anyway, yeah. Um, it wasn't smart. And then, you know, I do want niggas to know... That Cam hat never came off. Powerful. And I want niggas to know, just because his brunch hat never came off, niggas will kill you. Don't play. Don't think that brunch hat make you niggas invincible. Cam did not win because of the hat. You niggas love them stupid ass hats too. Y'all go to brunch with the boots. That hat, y'all niggas look like the Quaker Oat Man with a peacoat on. The fuck out of here. The nigga on the grits. It was nuts. Um, yeah, Cam won. That was funny though. Uh, Kanye said, "Fuck the three, uh, the three fifties. They corny. He burnt out. She's been whack for a while now. He ain't lying. Hey, can I talk my shit again? Three fifties. First of all, Yeezys. I told you niggas before Yeezy even got canceled and all this shit. I told niggas, yo, Yeezys are dead." You would I wouldn't buy no Yeezys. Maybe, maybe the Wave Runners. After that, though, the 350s? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not the Belugas. Not the not none of them shits. No. Not the zebra. Not, nah, be good. I had the zebras when they was the zebras. I did that. I had the Oreo 350 when they when Yeezys was impossible to get. I had Yeezys. When Yeezys was Yeezy still. Before the, he started letting everybody get a pair. Before 350 started coming out every week. You understand? Before he OD'd and made them disgusting to the, to the grown-ups. It's like, oh, these for the kids. These, this ain't nothing to do with me. You got it. Y'all got it. Y'all go ahead and enjoy them things, man. We wanted the Kanye shit for the, for the, for the, for the luxuries vibe. Like, we wanted the... When you had the Yeezys on, that used to mean something. Oh, you got the Yeezys on, bitch. Ooh, we got Ye- I see you in your Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Hood bitches loved you in Yeezys. Cause no nigga, hood niggas ain't get them. They ain't have them. That was a sneaker hood niggas couldn't get. Yeezys was safe for fly niggas. And then hood niggas started getting ye- It was over. Don't let a hood nigga get some wave runners. He gonna put it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now he gonna get a matching Pelly Pelly to go with the ye- He gonna do all. He gonna go crazy. It's gonna be. It's going to be like, dog, all of that for one pair of sneakers. You got to wear that coat again. So you going to run that fit all window on this block. Kill them. Destroy you. All, yeah, once hood niggas can cut certain shit, it's over. It's over. I remember when foams came back out, right? 
Because Nike was sneaky with foam. They would drop them on the low. And if you was into sneakers, you, you knew. Eggplant phones, pause, 2009, quick strike. Nobody really knew. If you was into sneakers, you knew. I knew maybe I, two different niggas I knew that had them in 09. In 09, in 2010, Nike put them shits out again. Back-to-back years. So now every nigga that used to break their neck when they saw you in the purple foams, now they got them. Now the hood niggas got the purple phone. So now when I wear my shits, and the, the 09 pair is different. It's iridescent. The 2010, it's just flat purple. But nobody cares and nobody would know because they not into sneakers. But if you were, you knew that. Now, I say all that to say this. That is what made foams hot, right? The hood caught on. Nike realized that, right? So then they gave niggas the copper phones. Remember the little shits that looked like the penny. Genius. Oh shit. Penny colored pennies. I gotta have them. I had them. Copper phones. Sign me up. They're beautiful. They look like a penny. I don't know why we thought that was fly, but they at the time. Okay. Let me get that. Got mine. Looked around every hood nigga in the world. Had copper phones. It was like, yeah. I'm a hood nigga. I, I look like the hood. I have to switch it up. And that makes sneakers burn out. So when Yeezy started to become available for the world, it burnt them shits out. And I used to say all the time, they are for kids and females. They are not for grown ass men. Maybe for older men, you buy them for your dad. You know what I'm saying? They comfortable loaf around. He ain't got to like struggle to put them on. He can slide his feet in them, go drive. Walk to, the, you know, whatever your father liked to do. He could do that in his little Yeezy. Go play golf, whatever the fuck. But um, they got corny. Too many colors. They come out every fucking day. So now Kanye's upset. Kanye is out of his Adidas deal, and they starting to drop pairs he didn't approve. They dropping his designs, and he doesn't like it. Now, he put up a video about it. He's not happy. Is Kanye ever happy? He don't know. This is uh, Ye. He also said, don't call me Kanye West. It's not my name no more. My name is just Ye. Let me explain really clear to you guys what's happening with Adidas. It's not only are they putting out fake colorways that are non-approved, they're suing me for $250 million and they're also not paying me for these shoes that they're putting out that have my name on it. And they're using contract clauses and 50 years of business experience to rape an artist. One of y'all favorite artists right in front of y'all in broad daylight. Kanye West, ladies and gentlemen. Let me explain really clear to you guys what's happening with um, this. So, there's Kanye's gripe. He also went on to say, if you fuck with him, do not wear them shits. Let me read it. Um, anybody who loves Jay would not buy these fake Yeezys. I never made these colorways. I'm not getting paid off of them. And Adidas is suing me. All these celebrities in the public will stand against a t-shirt or the color of my hat. But when y'all see me have my children hidden from me or see an actual Fortune 500 company rate one of your heroes in real life, don't nobody say nothing or do nothing as far as the system goes. 
What y'all gonna do now? Take my album down again? Freeze my accounts again? Threaten people to not work with me again? All the new non-approved 350s are corny. <laughs> also, Kanye West's album Vultures went number one once again. He beat out Yeet. Yeet does numbers too, so he beat him by a very slim amount, but he beat him. Hey man, listen, you can't you can't stop. You can't stop Kanye. You know, people love that man. People love him. Yeah, man. But um anywho. Got some interesting topics I wanna play. Been saving a lot of shit. So, let's see. Let's see. This is this is something I talked about this before, but um, I want to touch on it again because it's a very relevant thing. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. New York cheese. I've been seeing them with coffees and shit in the morning. What's going on? Y'all stressed out? Some shit. Sorry, get you a little chopped cheese. Yeah, right, they stressed out. They stressed out because these niggas got to compete with all these scammers. I told y'all niggas before, I would hate to be going to school in this time, bro. You telling me I'm a regular nigga who wears Zara sweatpants, white tee, spray ground backpack. I got to compete with the nigga who got on Chrome Hearts hoodie, Hellstar t shirt, Micah Mary, Louis V. Bell. Louis V skater shoes, Chrome Hearts hat, Dior vest, LV backpack for school, nigga. I would hate you not getting no bitches like that, nigga. I'm telling you, you. <laughs> Funny and true, um, hilarious. Now, look, it's a different day, bro. And I tell you, the parents are younger. The parents are young. What do you want? A kid that's 15, mom is possibly 30. It is possible a 15-year-old's mom's is 30. Do you understand how young that is? Your mom's is still outside. 15, your mom's, let's say your mom's is 32, had you at 17. That's fucking young. Your mom still know what's fly. My mother used to know what sneakers to get me and my brother because my mom's had me at 21. So when I'm 14, she only 35. She wasn't that old. As a kid, you look at your parents as old because they're adults, but they don't be old. My kids probably look at me like I'm older than a motherfucker. I'm like, I'm in my prime right now. Y'all think I'm old now? Shit. Well, get ready. Y'all got me like this for a while. But um, these parents, they scam. The kids scam. These kids in high school, they know how to scam. They know how to get money. They be having shit, and it be for real shit too. They be having the mirrors. They be having all that being high school. Dressed like a rapper. Dior sneakers like a motherfucker. I never see. Bro, I have a client I do shoes for. I, he brings me Dior's every I'm. It's like, yo, I've seen every color. This is what the kids want. It, all that Jordan shit is over for kids. Kids don't want Jordans. They want designer sneakers. 
Yo, Ma, can I get these Balenciagas? Ma, can I get these Dior's? Ma, I need these Amiri sneaks. Ma, they don't want no Ma, can I get the fours? Those cool, some kids will get them, yeah, they all right. Nah, though, I ain't, those ain't, nah. I want the light up Balenciagas. I want the big Balenciaga. They want designer, they want that. That's, they don't, they not into this, this Jordan shit. Rappers ain't rapping about the Jordans no more. I got the black and red stick. No, nah, nope, nope, that ain't drip. Gang, <laughs> that ain't drip, gang. My heart, you heard? My heart, that's what the kids talk like now. My heart, that's they shit. I don't get it. I mean, I got to clip this up. This is 32 minutes. Okay, so it's like 32. Yeah, yeah, my heart. <laughs> Yo, calling a grown man your heart. And kids be saying it to be funny. They say it to the op while he making me sand they sandwich. Yo, my heart, let me get a turkey bacon. Uh, what? Abdul don't know you, nigga. The fuck? You let that man work? Um, yeah, it's hard nowadays. I remember when I was a kid. I remember the first time seeing my friend's parents open school night. And their parents was mad old. Like, damn, that's your father? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you know, y'all know I love my West Indian people. Y'all know that. And um, most times, the Jamaican parents, they be young, they be hip. Jamaican parents used to be fly. That I say. The Trini parents was more like a little older. Wasn't, much, you know, the father had on a button-up shirt, tucked in some slacks and some little sneakers. And he had a like, big old coat on, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he looked like he just got his shit on, got in the car, and drove to the school. Man, you get to the Haitians. Love my Haitians. Love y'all. Y'all know y'all parents be old as hell. <laughs> old as hell. Y'all parents be old, bro. I remember sixth grade, open school night. We go to school. My man come to class, and his parents come in, hello, hello, everything. And I'm like, damn, that's your grandma and grandpa? And you're like, nah, that's my mom and dad. I'm like, wait, what? That's your mom's? Your, that's your dad? You 11, man. You like, <laughs> how the, f- <laughs> when, did, when did you have, when did your mother have you? At 48? Damn. So she's 59 right now and you're 11? That's crazy, bro. They be having their kids mad old. They they have some back in the day, women would have babies so they couldn't. Well, pregnant again. Another one. Hey, listen. The Jackson 5. That wasn't even all the kids. <laughs> like this still was Janet, Latoya, Rebe. It was it was more. You know what I'm saying? It was some of them that wasn't even famous. That never did music. They had brothers and sisters that never did shit. That was just, all right, y'all go ahead. Like, when did he get off Miss Jackson? Miss Jackson had that thing, boy. Ain't she still alive? Ain't Michael Jackson monster, see? Oh, see what I'm saying? I think her mom, I think his mom's still alive, bro. That's crazy. But yeah, um, it's rough. 
And them old ass parents, that's why you knew your boy never got the Jordans. This nigga, nigga moms is 59, nigga. She not buying that nigga no fucking Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> My mother 34. She go cop that. Cop that. Cop that. You know I need them J's. Cop that. Fuck out of you. What do you mean? Cop that. I need them J's, mom. My father never fronted me. I remember the 12s came out. I seen the commercial. I still, I go on you, I showed it to my girl. And like, this is like crazy visual. And I have a great memory for certain things. But I remember the sixth grade. It's like back to school around time, like October. I'm laying in bed, watching TV before school. I mean, before I go to bed. I'm laying in the bed, lights out, TV on. And the game is on. Like, well, I think it's like one of the season openers or whatever the fuck. And they showed this Michael Jordan commercial. And he dribbling, jump in the air, and they showed the 12s. And that's the first time I ever seen them. White, black, and with the gold. <laughs> Taxi 12s, boy. Seen Jordan. I'm like, yo, nah, nah. I need them sneakers, nigga. What the fuck? That's what made... Damn, I missed that. That's what made you want sneakers. It was the ads. You look in the magazine, you just see the Barclays like, damn, when those come out? And then when you would go to the sneaker store and see them like, oh, I want the Barclays. Oh, I want the pennies. Like, you would see them like you had a chance. Like, it, it wasn't like you didn't want it because, oh, these are limited edition collab off-white. Off-white collab limited virtual, no, limited one lot 15. Like, yo, what's so f- Yo, are they hotter than what, nigga? Like, who gives a shit? But, yeah. I called my dad, like, yo, I need the new Jordans. When they come out, I don't know. <laughs> I just seen the commercial, and I need them joints. You know what they look like? Yes. All right, we're going to go look for them, uh, such and such. I remember my father came and got me and my brother. Took me to go get them joints, and we both got them. I was the man that Monday, boy. Ooh. That fit. Oh, see, that's another thing. I'll, it's probably still like that, just not for Jordans no more. But every kid knows that feeling of knowing. You know your fit is like, when niggas see me today, they're going to have to talk nice to me all day. I'm telling you. And I got a shape up? Oh, nah. <laughs> Yo, that see, I miss. That's where I from. I come from that era, the get fly, now, all that shit y'all kids do now. Everything is sweatpants and y'all dress like shit. I swear to God, y'all dress like y'all don't have no kind of taste, bro. Like we was putting it together with whatever. Like we was doing color matching, right? This is the basics. When you young, you do the basics. You do the colors. All right, now this is what was fly back when I was a kid. I'm gonna give it free. This is diverting off the subject too. Yes, kids was into, yeah, these kids, but I'm, I'm talking a whole other thing. We, we potting, we potting, let's go. I'm in the zone, I'm in the fucking zone. All right, so we was color coordinating. So let's say the Jordans came out, right? Let's take it to 02. I'm old, we gonna go back. 02, this is my junior, junior year high school. The sevens came out, the Raptor sevens and the, and the, uh, the blue joint, French blue, French blue, Whatever the fuck they was called. The white and blue sevens. Niggas know. Right? Now, this is the first time they ever retro. Ever. 
Sevens never dropped for my age group. Yeah, I had them when I was seven. But as in high school now, but yeah, I'll take those. So, because it was a 10-year anniversary for 92, 2002. 10-year anniversary for sevens. So they both dropped the same day, right? Now, the Raptor sevens were literally the color of the Toronto Raptors jersey. Now, this is the jersey era. Taking you back. This is where we, everything was, oh, what jersey go with that? Everything was that. Everything was what jersey, what mesquite tee. That we had to find shit like to go with shit. We was always putting shit together. How do you match it? That's what made it fly. So if you could find something to match it, nobody got, you did it. You shit it. You was the nigga. Damn, he got that. All right. Ain't nobody did that. If you had to be first to do it in your school. So when the Raptor Sevens came out, naturally, everybody had the Vince Carter jersey. Because Vince Carter was one of the hottest players in the world. So the purple Raptor jerseys, black guest jeans, Raptor Sevens. Now, the white and blue joints, right? Not so easy to think of. Damn, what, what jersey go with that? Because Kobe wore them. So now you could get the Kobe throwback joint. Okay, cool. That go. Kobe did it. on. He played in them, whatever. But my man, I remember my boy Mike. Shout out my nigga Mike. Had the Michael Finley joint. Dallas Mavericks, white. With the with the dark blue with the, yeah that was ooh niggas didn't do that everybody went war with the McGrady the blue with the stars because it was blue it didn't really work you know what I'm saying niggas were just trying to put it off with different things some niggas did the you know some niggas did the uh what, was, what other jersey was hot at that time the wizard shit you know the white wizard the Michael Jordan all right I get it. But that Michael Finley, different. And it was the authentic. See, that was the thing, too. You had to have the authentic. We wasn't doing swingmans. Niggas now is wearing Mitchell and Ness swingmans. Like, what? Bad enough is a throwback. Then it's a swingman throwback? Yuck. God damn. Like, what the fuck happened to the game? And y'all niggas be buying these shit, wearing them to day parties, and they be mad tight. Why y'all niggas like y'all jerseys tight now? How, how that? How, who started that? I understand playing in a fitted jersey, you don't want your shit loose and flinging and people grabbing you. All right, but niggas just be wearing a no shirt under tight ass Mitchell and Ness throwback. That thick ass jersey. Yo, yo, what's up with niggas? Like getting fly for real. Like niggas don't even understand. Like going to get a Coogee and then getting some just clean Tims to go with it. I'm not even matching this Coogee. The Tims match everything, nigga. I remember that era. My man Mike used to have it. And if your Kooji had different colors, oh my God. If you had a multicolor, if you, or if you had the whole suit with the hat, with, psh, yeah. Getting fly. Niggas, psh, boy. Even to the accessories, you had niggas had different watches before the G-Shock era, Techno Marines. And when niggas started getting money, get a little Jacob watch if they was really outside getting it. Little Jacob watch. Not the I don't, not the one that was too, too icy. Just the, the bezel, the colorful thing. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas had a fake rope. Jacob. This is before Rolex became a thing in our community. Rolex has always existed, by the way. But a lot back then, it was out of niggas' reach. 10,000? Nah, the Jacob joint is 800, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck? Straight up. Word. Take me Marine like 1,200, nigga. I could do that. Get a little princess cuts on a bezel. Word. 
If I'm really feeling it, put a little 300 on it, get a little, little more ice. Ice my shit out. Well, yeah, man. Oh, the times. The times. Then after the jerseys, it was like all about the little preppy shit. You had to wear Lacoste, button-ups. I'm saying, I don't know why Jay-Z did that to us. Jay-Z was not old. This nigga was 31 years old talking about I'm wearing button-ups with jeans and a blazer. Nigga, where you you get that from, bro? And then Usher fucking ass go do it too with shell toes. Usher, I ain't gonna lie. We love Usher now, like, but Usher swag. He was, he was, Usher used to dress like shit. And y'all, I get it. He's a legend, goat, all that. But that nigga used to have the nastiest swag in the world, bro. The nastiest swag. You look up any old school picture of Usher and you gonna see his fit and be like, what the hell was this? What was this? Nigga was wearing the little, the little fucking paper boy hat with the big ass collar with the blazer, big jeans, and some shell toes with the U-chain looking cr- like the 70s. Man, get the fuck out. And that was our number one R&B artist. Nigga slid across the floor in jeans and grabbed Shorty's flat ass. Y'all go back and watch the, um, what was that? The Confessions video or Let It Burn? Whatever video that was, Usher slid up on his knees to Shorty and palmed her yeeks, her flat ass. (laughs) Yo, but we thought her shit was fat back then, right? Back then, like, damn, Usher palmed her shit. Go back and watch that now. That is not the standard of ass today. It is not. When Usher slid on his knees, skinned his shit. Because if you, I tried to do it in the crib, skin my shit, bro. I didn't know you got to have shit, something on your body. And if you ashy, it's over. You go, you might fuck around and chip a tooth. <laughs> you might stop forward on some crazy shit. But I tried. I said, oh, nah, to the pink meat, nigga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tough work. I had to put alcohol on it. Shit scabbed up. It's crazy, bro. Trying to be fucking Usher. Yeah. Usher used to dress terrible, and that's all I'm saying, um, moving on. But that was all of, I went on a tangent, but that was about how the kids be um be dressing now. And they be thinking they don't dress you because they got designer on. You niggas, that don't mean y'all could dress. That just mean y'all know how to be fooled and controlled. Yeah. They got ya. I want y'all to know that. Do y'all know that? Do the adults know that? Like you're programmed to buy those things. Those things, if designer clothes are important to you and they appeal to you, they got you. They got you. <laughs> no, I just like high fashion. That's fine. They got you. It's okay. They got you. But what do you like? You like wrestling? Yeah, they got me. We all got got. But my God is free. The fuck? <laughs> wrestling come on regular TV, bitch. I pay $10 a month and get pay-per-views. What are you talking? How much you paid for your purse? You damn fool. Anyway, we're not doing negativity. We're rolling. Now let's let's throw a joke in. Let's sprinkle in a joke. Now I found this young lady's joke in my uh my new algorithms, and I thought this was absolutely hilarious. And I want to share this with you guys. Well, I used to mess with this guy a couple of years ago, and like we used to get nasty. So one day we was linking, and he told me to pick up some candy for the store, but he was real particular about picking up Twizzlers. 
So he came over, we started doing the duo, whatever, and he was like, oh, go get the Twizzlers. So I'm like, in my head, like, why you want to eat candy right now? He was like, can I put the Twizzler in your butt and eat it out? And I'm like, huh? But I let him, and this is why I got to start saving numbers, because how I end up in his car, wow. thinking it was somebody else. <laughs> that shit... You want to talk about funny. <laughs> you want to talk about funny. I don't know if this is true or not. Whatever. It, it, that was funny, man. She got a page full of those. I'm not going to shout out. Find her. I kind of am. Tired of y'all finding my shit and then repost. I got to see it in y'all's story. I'm like, damn, I didn't want nobody to share that one. Now, moving on. We got another topic here. Let's play this one. I, uh. Here we go. Having on $700 outfits and their house be looking like shit. What do you mean by that? I'm gonna put it out there, right? I was with a guy. His image was cute. Like, he was some fly ass nigga, okay? He invited me over. Mm. That fucking house was a shit show. The room was horrible, mm. okay? He had no sheets on the fucking bed. He was sleeping bare mattress. He was sleeping bare mattress. Damn. The pillows look this fucking thin, okay? Like, you've never changed them. His TV was like on the stand, but it wasn't because the stand was broken. His floors was cracking and looking crazy. It was just, it smelled weird. Did you still fuck him? No. Did I fuck him? Yes, I think I fucked him. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about! That's why he's the MVP! That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! Absolute comedy. Hey, now, what I want to say is this. Ladies, what you have to understand is if you slept with that man, he won. You can say all of these things. All he's dirty, his crib stunk. You let him be. He hit it. He hit. He still hit. So regardless of that, what does that say about you? And see, that's the accountability y'all don't be wanting to take. Y'all be scared of that accountability. That word hurts women. That, that, ooh, I got to stand, hold, be, hold myself accountable for what I did? Hell no. Why should I, da, 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 da. Also, that TikTok lady, I don't, I didn't watch it because I'm a man and I have testicles. You, you other guys, do what you wish. <laughs> you have time to watch some woman talk about a man and you're a man? Uh, I don't know about that, man. You guys watch 50 F you as a man, you watch 50 parts of Risa Tisa. You got you had to get the tea. This is what women be talking about. You niggas are moist. Y'all need a fucking towelette to dry up. You niggas is too juicy. Pause. Put your ass in the tub. Enough is enough. Now, ladies, yeah. If you let this man beat, you got to just, you got to take that. It is what it is. It worked. He was fly. That worked. He got you back to the crib. In her mind, you know, even though his crib may look like this, he still got a couple dollars in her mind. Now, that's how you know you're a bird. Yeah, you're a bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird's the word. Don't be her, ladies. Yeah, 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 yeah I did fuck him. What? What? So what are you doing? 
So what? My crib dirty. I still get bitches and they let me clip. He clipped. He won. He wins. He wins. Moving on. Now, now that we did that, I don't want, I know I can hear the ladies say, oh, I hate when he gets like that. I got more jokes for you. Let's lighten the mood again. Now, this is a, I ain't even going to introduce it. Just here. Here you go. Talk to old Korean, um, Korean War American vets. My grandfather. Right. And yeah. they, they've eaten dog because at the time. They were fed dog. They were fed dog. Right. And they say it's the most, the most delicious meat they've ever had. Um, That's what they say. I, I Look, my grandfather passed away, unfortunately, so I can't ask him, but I don't, I don't know. That's what they say. They say that it's good meat. It's tender, really good go. meat. So When I was there fighting them fucking Koreans, yeah. I got to tell you, I came down from a tough chopper mission. Yeah. One of them little nice Korean birds, she fed, fed me some, some what she called was taco. She said taco. Here, here uh, sir. Yeah, what's you, that? You hungry? Oh, starving. What is that? This is a meatloaf. Oh, meat. I love me some fucking meatloaf. Thank you so much. What's your name? Gong. Oh, nice to meet you, Gong. All right. <laughs> have some of this meatloaf. Yeah. Mm. God ah, damn. What? You know what? 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 Skippy. Oh, you son My of a God. bitch. You son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> 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 We're going to get fucking canceled. Hey, yo. <laughs> That is some funny shit, man. Is, is that dark humor? Whatever. That's fucking funny. I want to get back into stand-up. I do. I've been having jokes in, uh, lately. Um, I was writing jokes in my head the other day, and I haven't done that in a long time. Now, basically, when I used to do stand-up, I never wrote anything because how do you... For me... My jokes are not really jokes per se. It's more so just a conversation about life that we all relate to. And I point out things that are funny and true. So, and the reason it's funny is because it's true. And I'm pointing it out and you're like, oh shit. Like a lot of people, I, that's the kind of jokes I could do. Make you think a little bit. So a joke that I had the other day. It was something to do with uh, something to do with kids. Now, this is the thing, right? I don't write shit. Now, if I was on stage, I'd remember that. Because when I, I I get into a I, when I um get close to my time to go up, like if I'm going third, good, and you're next. All right, bet. So I'll sit there and I'll watch, listen to the other comic. And a lot of people listen to the other comic and get nervous because it's like, oh shit. No, I'm not listening to the other comic for his performance. I'm listening to the other comic to hear the crowd. To understand what I'm walking into. Because if he's good, great. They're having a good time. They're in a good energy. I can come up and do my thing more freely. If they're quiet, I got to come out punching immediately. So I'll just come out. And when I was doing stand-up, this was years ago though. My thought was if this crowd's been quiet, start talking about them and wake them up. You got to go into the crowd a little bit. Hey, what's up? Where you from? Oh, da, da, da. oh da, da. fuck your town. Da, da. Next, move on. So now I come out with a joke now that I have on my own. And I'm not fucking with the crowd. I just woke them up with the crowd participation. Now, I can do a callback to that person I fucked with if the joke that I said correlates with another one. And sometime I'll do that if I could catch it in an in a, in a, uh, ironic moment of it. 
You could call it back and boom, you got him laughing. Now everybody remembered it when I said it to him. They're like, ah! All right. Anyway, Donnell Rollins stand up special. I might want to get back in the stand up. <laughs> Starting to get that itch. I do. I got a lot more shit to talk about now. I'm a fucking father. I have a family. Uh, I have had long, more life. I started doing stand up when I was 26, 25. I had nothing to fucking talk about, bro. Nothing. What could I tell you? I knew nothing about nothing. <laughs> at 38, oh boy, what do we want to talk about? I had way more sex at this point. <laughs> at 25, it was like, ah. <laughs> at 38, I, I've been through some things. Yep. A lot of stories. I can go all day. Um, but yes, Donnell Rollins' new stand-up on Netflix. Absolutely hilarious. Shout out to Donnell Rollins. I loved it. It was very funny. Also, Mike Epps, very funny stand-up. I loved it. I watched it the other day. Absolutely hilarious. Hey, man, listen. It's, it's some shit out there, man. If you if you need if you want to see some good comedy, it's around. It's around. Earthquakes was good as well on Netflix. I don't know if y'all ever seen that one. That one was good as too. Um, but yeah, man. You know who I would love to see do stand up again? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx was a beast in stand up. I really wish Jamie would come back to stand. If y'all ever seen, if y'all never seen Straight Out of the Foxhole, go on YouTube and or or HBO Max and go look up that Jamie Foxx stand up. It is funny. He's fucking talented, bro. This nigga was on the piano. Like, you ever seen a stand-up nigga play the piano and sing a joke? That <laughs> Jamie, boy. Look, I'm going to stand on this, too. And we at 57. I feel like Jamie Foxx's show was better than Martin's. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it. Are you dumb? Yes, I said it. All right? I said it. Can I talk my shit again? The Jamie Foxx show was better than Martin. It was funnier than Martin. It was funnier. What do you, you want to do? We could argue about it all day long. What do you want to do? You could get in the comments and be like, are you bugging? What about this? What about that? I don't care about none of that. All right? I watch both shows. I laugh at Martin still, too. I'm Martin's biggest fan. I always told people, if anything happened to Martin, find me and see where I'm at. I might be on top of the Empire State Building crying. All right? I will have a very bad day. Don't even talk about that. That's how much I'm, Martin means to me. Martin, the reason I wanted to do comedy. Duh. I used to sneak and watch Def Jam tapes. Because I used to hear my mother and father in the room laughing hysterically at this man. And I'm hearing the crowd going crazy at this man. I'm like, what the fuck are they laughing at? What is so funny? I watched the tape as a kid. You don't understand. You just try to laugh because the crowd is laughing and you see the reaction and you're like, oh, I guess what he said was funny. You didn't even know the jokes because they're talking about current events. You're a kid. You didn't know nothing about Rodney King. You know, the cops beat him up, but you don't know in other st- ins and outs. You know what I'm saying? But that presence that he had, that control of the crowd, that absolute just comic God, just being funny. I wanted to be Martin. But Jamie Foxx show is better than Martin. It's funnier. It is. It is. I, I, I mean, it's a hot take. <clears throat> but I'm standing on it. And, and we could debate it. If anybody would want to debate me, we could do so. We could debate it. Yeah. 
Now, I have another topic I'm going to touch on. We go pod tonight. We go pod. Yannick started me at seven instead of six, so I, I had time like to get myself in gear for this pod. I feel like I ain't talked to y'all in so long, even though it's only been a week. But um, this is the next one topic right here. And I, f- I want to talk about this because I feel like there are a lot of women in this sh- mind, sh- mind frame of mind, and I want to touch on this. 31. I don't have any kids. I got a credit score of 803 exact. Recently pulled. I have two paid off cars. I'm about to close on my first house this year in May. I'm not toxic at all. I got a big booty. I'm releasing an app on iOS and Android. I work hard as fuck. I'm not clingy, but I'll always make sure my partner feels appreciated. Okay, so I don't cook, but I can. I can learn. And it's not like I don't know how to cook, but I just don't cook as much as I should. I'm probably not as feminine as the average feminine female, but I I wear heels, I dress up. I just feel like I have a very dominant personality. I'm 5'8 in my head, but 5'4 on paper. I've never actually lived with a partner before. I'm just trying to figure out how am I not married with five kids running around? Like what the fudge am I doing wrong? Most people say, oh, I don't give people a chance. Yes, I do. I have boundaries though. And I don't let people fuck me over. I'm gonna say more than three times because I give chances. I even give you a second chance. But it's so easy for me to just walk the fuck out once you start playing with me. But I still don't understand how I'm still single. Now, salute to that young lady for sharing and being very transparent. Um, For one, let me speak on this. Ladies, at 31, you are still young, okay? Let's, let's stop that. That's one. 31, no kids. There's nothing wrong with that. You see, the problem with society is women were having children so young that women think having children before they're ready to eat, be with a person in that, in that uh, com- capacity, sorry, is not really possible for them yet. She just said she's never lived with a partner. So how do you want a husband and kids and all of this and you've never lived with a man? At some point, you got to, yeah, 31, never lived with a man? Oh, okay. And a lot of women, you know, and not to be unfair, a lot of women have never lived with men. A lot of women have not. No, that's not, that's not uncommon. But, um... I've lived, how many women, this is my second relationship where I've lived with my woman. So, and I'm doing much better this time. (laughs) Shit, last time I made it like a year, it was like, all right, bitch, fuck you. And this time it's like, maybe it's been more than a year. Um, But where was I at? Yeah, she got to be patient. Right. And all of those good things you're doing, make sure the man you're talking to matches that. And it doesn't have to be exactly that. You don't have to have making be making an app. You don't have to be buying a house and have a credit score of 800. You don't have to have those things that women are very particular and they be wanting to date themselves. And it's like you can you just can't have a man if you're going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got to give a guy a break. Sometimes people ha- need each other for different things. If a man is doing 
less than you, that doesn't devalue his manhood. He still can be a man for you. And I want to play this next clip because that speaks exactly to this. Where is it? What the hell? Let me think. Hold on, y'all. I'm going to find it. Okay, here we go. I think one of the greatest crimes, one of, there are many, but one of the greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has in many instances is what he can do for somebody and how he can do it and how much he can do it and how much he earns doing it. I mean, I, I hear it and see it among young people in the relationships, you know, oh, you're going to get my nails done and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. (laughs) You know, they've been demeaned and devalued and, and, and dehearted to the point where they value themselves based on what they can do Mm. fix it get it make happen and no place have i seen in our world does anybody tell black men how to be Mm. how to be with themselves how to be true to themselves how to be with their feelings Mm. how to be with their heart Mm. you know um and, and 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 it's criminal so what happens is then they begin to do the things that are expected of them and that's how they're evaluated. Mm. And then if they can't do that anymore, whether it's the job or pay the mortgage or whatever, then they're just cast off like socks in the corner. Right. <laughs> right. And it happens to black women also, mm-hmm. but usually because of the children in our care, we're given a little more leeway But the way it's done for black men, and as I shared with you, one of the things my teacher taught me was one of the greatest kryptonites happen and the nights for for man, a man in general, black men specifically, is the feeling, the belief, the treatment that he is somehow inadequate. Mm. And when you devalue a man, he's going to feel inadequate. When you dehumanize him, when you dehart him, so then where does he go with that? Right. He's inadequate and he, do, he doesn't serve a purpose because he can't do what you need him to do to make you feel better about yourself. What's the purpose? What's the point? What's the point? And that's why we have these incredible rises in suicide. Yeah. I personally think it's why we have this. And I don't know the figures. I don't know what they are now. But the increase between I think it was 2017 and 2021 a 30-something percent increase in the number of black men with prostate cancer mm. starting early in Hawaii because their manhood is under attack. Right. And, you know, the, uh, their kryptonite's psyche is not nourishing and nurturing them and their, their masculinity because we're in the world. Where right. in the world do we, where do we see them lifted, right. honored, uh, I don't want to say respected. And here's what I hear in the back of my mind. So let me just go ahead and deal with it. Mm -hmm. 
black women mm. saying, well, look what they do and look how they are and look what they you know, and we unwittingly participate in the mm. saying, well, look what they do and look how they are and look what they you know, and we unwittingly participate in the emasculation, the dehumanization, the devaluation and the disheartening of black men because they didn't do it the way we wanted them to do it. Psyche. That was Ayala Van Zant talking to uh, talking to Nick Cannon on his podcast, Council Culture, and uh, yeah, that was what I was saying as far as with old girl. You gotta, uh, you know. Do you want a man or not at the end of the day? Because it's like women put a lot of stipulations on the men and a lot of it be financial. And she's right. What can you do? What purpose do you serve in my life? And if the only purpose you find in a man is his finances, then you don't have any value. Because so my money, um, having money is the only thing that would make you even entertain me. Giving you money. No. Now you see this girl doesn't seem that way. She seems to be a nice, kind girl, and she's just having a lot of trouble finding a man willing to meet her at her mental level. Now, that is what a lot of men don't understand. There are a lot of women your age you can't fuck with because mentally you ain't there. Her mind is above what you are. And that's not mean she's better than you. It just means mentally you don't match there. Now, you see, one of my gifts was that mentally I could pretty much match up with anybody. I could go either way. Where you want to talk about? Where you want to go? I have very, I have very good conversation. I can be intellectual. I can be funny. I can be serious. You got to be able to be multifaceted <clears throat> in conversations with women, especially women of your age group. Women mature five years mentally faster than us. Than us. So when we're 25 Mentally, they're 30. <clears throat> Women, ladies, if you're 25 and you can't get your man to act right, it's because mentally he's not your men- he's not there. He's 25. You're, when women get 25, something clicks in them. I'm 25. I'm grown. I got, and they immediately get into that grown shit. Now she wants to start building credit. She starts doing this. She starts getting her shit together. She's starting to build herself as a woman. That's why when you meet these women and you see them and they walk in, they got their nice purse, dropping it down, nice little keys. That girl been on her grind since she was 25. Now she's 31. She big dog. And here you go sitting there. Oh, watch out, big money. And then she go pick her nice bag up and keys and walk the fuck away from there. You ruining it, bro. You should have been on your grind when she was on hers. You would have been able to meet her at that same level. Mind you, y'all the same age. You 31, she 31, but she's 36 here. That's why her shit is in order the way it is. I remember when I was like 25, 26, the girls I dealt with all had their own cribs. And I'm like, damn, girls be having their own crib at 25? Yes. I remember none of my niggas had a crib. (laughs) None of them. And the a couple of them that did lived with their baby moms. Because she had a crib. Wasn't his fucking crib. Women. 
All right. And what women don't get is like where she's at, she's going to have to date a man older than her. And she probably not comfortable with that. She don't want nobody older than 31. Ew. But you might need a man that's about 36 with a little experience. He could be 36, no kids, got his shit together. You know what I'm saying? He got all his freaking off shit off and he ready to just vibe out now and just kick it. That's the kind of man she needs, but it's gonna, he, she'll find him. Takes time. Folk, keep loving you. Keep pouring into yourself. When y'all single, don't look at it as a negative because it's not. It's only a moment. Right? Nobody misses being single. Nobody gets in a great relationship and say, man, I cannot. I, I want to be single. I don't like this. I don't like love. I don't like having a person tell me they love me and care about me and do things for me and, and, and touch me and make me feel good and have sex with me. I don't like that. I want to be alone. Who the fuck says that? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's doing that. So take your time. Enjoy your singleness. All of it. Do wild out. Do get all your shit off, all your little fantasies, all your little kinky shit you want to try. Do it while you single, while you can. There's no remorse. You're not hurting nobody. Once you get a nigga, you can't do that no more. And if you go have to repress your desires because you got in this relationship because you thought you were supposed to be in one, you're going to end up leaving it anyway. So take your time. Do what you want to do first. Then try to like get in a relationship and all that other shit because you got to be serious. You never even live with a dude. You don't know how that is. You don't know a motherfucker till you live with him. All right? Y'all, you, you don't have, let, me t- let me tell you niggas this. This is, this is some free game for your ass. You think you know your girl? You think you know your girl? Until you don't know your girl until you smelt her shit. Until you have smelt your lady shit, you don't know that woman. I don't care how much time you have sex. I don't care if you're going raw. If you ain't never come in a room and be like, oh, what the fuck? Come on, man. She, yo, she's nasty as hell. If you ain't never had that moment, nigga, you won't know your lady. You don't know her. If you ain't never go in the bathroom after your girl came out the shower and you go to pee and you see the streak, what the fuck? Well, come on. She ain't flushed it. Yo, she be wildin'. That You don't know that girl, nigga. You don't know her. That's love. That's knowing, that's comfort. That's not like that nigga ain't gonna. Usually when you smell your girl shit for the first time is vacation. Because when y'all dating, she ain't gonna let you smell her shit like that. Not unless it's an emergency. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I gotta go. My stomach hurt. Fuck it. I don't care if you smell it. But vacation is usually ain't no hiding. It's one bathroom in here. And if you're in there for 45 minutes, I kind of come on now. Because as a man, we go shit. Listen, hey, girl, we be farting on you in month eight. Nah, shut up. That ain't nothing for a man. But you don't know your lady until you walk in a room and you just smell fart and you just like, okay, all right, I'm going to let this air out. I'm going to go in the living room. I ain't even going to deal with this today. She got it. She got it. That She's stressed out. God damn. She, God. Damn. God. What is that? We, I got to. Ooh. Ooh, it is following me. Yeah. 
Shit get real, nigga. Or when your girl let one off in her sleep and she turned it burnt. And you like, what the fuck? And then you have to get up. <laughs> you gotta get up and crack the window. That's that's when you know your girl. All this love is I'm watching Love is Blonde. Speaking of Love is Blonde. What's that white girl name? Fat one. She's annoying as fuck. That dude gotta go. He got to go. He gotta break up with her. And and the ooh, and the, he met Shorty. The one they said look like a Kardashian. She's so fire. He met, he seen her. And it's like, bro, you do what the other nigga did. Now, I, uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Love is Blind, there's new episodes out. Two of them. Check them out. Spoiler alert. I'm not going to say names. I'm just going to say the scenario. Uh, Duke left Shorty, the black nigga with the, with the little twisties or whatever. He got up out of there. He was like, yeah, I ain't fucking with this. I ain't marrying you, bitch. Fuck that. You white. End of the day, I, I like, I'm, come on. I'm a big black dude. I'm supposed to walk around with your white ass. You thick, but no. Somebody, you ain't gonna let me hit it till marriage. Bitch, fuck you. No. I'm out. Fuck she told me. Real nigga. Uh <laughs> and now the other uh the other couple. Some went to Link Shorty from the pod. She sent him a DM. Uh, he was out. You know what I'm saying? Just out and about. Shorty just so happened to be in there. They yapping it up, talking. You know, he gave her a drop to the crib. Nothing. She says nothing happened. He says nothing happened. He gets home six in the morning. Shorty tight. Yo, where you was at last night? Oh yeah, well you know, I went. You went to see so and so. I followed your location. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. We was talking. It was like we was talking. Yo, you was talking. It was six in the morning, huh? Okay. Shorty's done with him. So now they have like this last little get together joint. Shorty, him and Shorty, they, they vibing. And they mad at her. But to be honest, he made the right decision. He made the right decision. And these women on here, and this is what I wanted to say too. She on there crying because he did that. No, she ain't crying. She crying because he beat. Like y'all think women be mad because we, we, they don't give a fuck if you, you leave a nigga. I'm, she, they crying because they fucked you. Gotta let this nigga fuck. God damn it. That's what it be, nigga. It don't be nothing to do with her being mad and all that. She mad, she fucked you. She fucked you. And she probably fucked him good too. That's be the other thing. They, they don't like that. When ladies fuck you good and you violate. Oh. Oh, if they do some shit they really don't do. I remember some girl, I was in my 20s, bro. I just I was a, just a dirtbag. I remember this girl gave me some crazy head, right? In her mind, it was crazy. It was, you know, honestly, back in the day, I wasn't really like a head guy like that. I was, I didn't care for about the shit. It was alright. It was cool. Alright, you know, you, oh, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm now I'm into that because my girl got me into that. Sorry to be, whatever. Um. But back then, I didn't give a fuck about that. But she over there really like performing, doing all this extra shit. And I never really hit her up after that. And she felt like, <laughs> you motherfucker. After I done came over there and did all that, you going to fucking dub me? So what, my shit wasn't this. I'm, I'm like, yo, you, you want me to tell you that? I, 
Your shit was mid? Fine. Yo, it wasn't all that. I don't really care about head like that. You chose to come over here and do that. You over there, take your dick out right now. I bet you I suck it. I'm like, bitch, who are you talking to? So I did, and you did, and it was cool. I was to say no. Oh no, nah, don't you can't still chill. You can't salt. No, bitch, I'm straight. I don't. You could hair, hair, flap. Go ahead, go and get him up. What are you talking about? You ever the choice you made? Women be thinking because women want you to be like, well, if you didn't really like me, you shouldn't have fucked me. Well, <laughs> that's where you're wrong, Are sweetie. You dumb? Are you dumb? That that's where you're wrong. You see, no, this is the game that we're playing. Now you may not be tuned into the game, but it is a game. The game is I will do what it takes to sleep with this girl. If I have to tell her sweet nothings and make her like me, then I will make her like me. So I can smash. And then once I smash, depending on the smash, I will continue or not. Right? Now, this is the game that men are playing. Ladies, when I tell y'all, stop fucking these niggas, right? When I tell y'all, let these niggas earn the pussy. When I tell y'all, make a nigga wait to see how long. If he, if he like you, he'll wait. If he like you, he's going to wait. He's not going to, man, fuck her. She ain't let me smash. No, he like you. If he really likes you, he's not tripping on when. Because he know he will eventually because he likes you and you know you he working on you. And if he end up never getting it, he tried. Right? But y'all don't, y'all be horny too. <laughs> Women be horny. And niggas game be working. And that's why they be mad. I can't believe I let this nigga fuck me. Y'all believe it. It worked. All that shit I said worked. You believed it all. You believed it. I told you that. One day, me and you going to get a dog together and have an apartment. You, I'm lying to you. You really think I've known you for two weeks. You think I'm going to get a dog with you? Bitch, get the fuck. Did you Why would you believe that? Because she liked you. When a woman like you, you could tell her, I'm going to get you the moon. For real? You going to get me the moon? She believe in that shit. They believe in us. They believe in us, stupid lying ass. They believe in us. What did I say? Believe in us? Whoa, that was weird. That sounded so gay. Oh, wow. When I hear that back, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> they believe in us. E. Oh, it's bold. Anyway, yeah, man. Ladies, withhold the box. Stop fucking niggas so fast. That's why they be playing with you. Like, he wants to fuck you. You know this. Now, you know what? It, but you know what it is, girls. Girls be horny. But I can't even really argue this, cause I'm a man and I've no. It, I, bro, it's been girl first chill, first kill. That was my shit. Like the first time you came to my crib. If I didn't clap, I'm good. I'm a, I'm off you, and I would never play it at her crib. I'll go to her crib a hundred times and never try. You come to my crib, that's different. Home court advantage. A woman comes to a man's house. She did not have to come to this house. Now, some women will get there. Well, well just like any house don't mean I'm trying to have sex. No, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about pe- we, we've been talking. We've been hanging out. I've been to your place. This is your first time to my place. First chill at my place. I count the first chill as my crib. Not the first time we've ever hung out. No. 
the first time you came in my threshold through my doors, a lot of the time I was successful in the cheeks getting. Yeah. First chill, first kill. I've had girlfriends like that. Where they first, I've smashed the first time they came in my house and they became my girlfriend. That's not out of the ordinary for me. I don't look at, I'm not like other niggas like, oh, I've smashed too fast. I can't cuff that. No, that ain't me. I will. Man, that don't mean shit to me. Um, but for me, it's just like I watched the women's body language. She's in my house. She came in. She took her shoes off. Okay. She unbuckled her belt. Because you know women be eating. Especially if y'all ate already. She go unbuckle that belt and zip it down a little bit. Now she's sitting there just, ugh. Oh, shit. So now she laying on me. Now she, and then you have to watch the butt. Now, niggas will be thirsty, right? They always move through the first move shit, which is fine. But you have to understand the woman to know if that first move is welcome. Because there's a line between getting the ass or doing too much. And now she wants to leave because she know what you want. You got to kind of let her lead that. You She in your crib. She laying on you. Now she's rubbing on your leg. Right? So now you holding the hand. So now you rubbing on her arm. So now she like doing all this little canoodling shit. And now you going in for the kiss. Now y'all kissing. Cool. Don't reach for the ass off rip. Niggas be doing too much. Kiss her. A lot of niggas don't be kissing. Y'all niggas better get in your kiss bag. I love kissing. I'm a kisser, nigga. I like to kiss, but all that. Pause. Pause. Oh my God. Oh no. I'm embarrassed. That was crazy. That was crazy. And if y'all watch this on YouTube and you got to this part, I fuck with y'all. But that was nuts. But yeah, I like kissing. Um, yeah, but you gotta get the kissing, man. Then the kissing, then you know. Once a woman get get horny enough that you you could tell from how she's kissing you, what what it's hitting for. Like if she kissing the fuck out of you, oh yeah, you got it. You can fuck her. If she's like, if you kissing her aggressive and she kind of like, damn nigga, no, slow down, chill out. This. You know, little pecking, little pecking, you know what I'm saying? It depends on your freak bag, too. Because if you, you know, if you a coochie eating ass nigga, you could go for that off the move, you know what I'm saying? Depending on your setup. If she came on some late night, if y'all came from going out and she pulled up, it's different. You can't really nyam just like that. I wouldn't do it. But, um, you know, if she, if some pull up shit, she in pajamas, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the kissing gonna tell you everything you need to know. Once you, once she kissing you aggressive, now you can start to peel the clothes. And you know, once you get to peel the clothes, now you in there. Once you get the titties out, you lit. That was always my. That's how I knew. Not when she came out the drill, out the, out the pants or whatever the fuck. When them titties is out, it's on. It's up, nigga. The titties is out. What the fuck she gonna do with her titties out? She just gonna hit lay there? Nah, she fucking now. Niggas be trying to get the drawers off. Nah, she gonna do that fighting shit, but she be like, uh-huh, stop. All right, get them titties out, though. How about that? I got a titty out there. Wang, you got to start, you know what I'm saying? Start playing with them little tits and start rubbing shit. Eventually, she once she start, oh, uh, keep kissing on her. 
Now, now, when she get to a certain point, now I'm grinding niggas through sex like they never. But some niggas just incels and don't know. They don't know understand how to read the room. Now, once she get all into it and she hot and all this, she gonna start grabbing your shit. You know what I'm saying? At that point, it goes two ways. She either gonna top you off, right? If she if she cool, if she a real bitch, she gonna suck your dick. She's, she can't hold it. She's just going to go down there and rah, 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 pause. She's going to go crazy on you. Not crazy, but she's going to do a little something-something. Or she going to whisper, get a condom. You got a condom? You know, some girl like, fuck me, fuck me, put it in. You're like, raw? I'm on birth control. Say that. And be stupid. We, you know, niggas is dumb. We dumb. We just going to put it in raw off rip because she said she over. And in the heat of the moment, it's hard to not do what she said. You you saying it? You giving me consent. What you, I'm, I'm got to be a gentleman. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. What else I got on there? Uh, okay. No, 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 no. I had something else on. Um, yeah, this might be my last topic here. All right. Now, this is game I gave women on this pod many times over. But that nigga that be talking to y'all by himself in a room with a ring light like I'm doing, with the beard like I'm doing, with the hat on like I'm doing. Anyway, yeah, he says some profound shit at that pod. That, that's on tour right now that people love. I don't know the name of it or whatever. I don't follow all that shit. But it, it's just was sent to me and I thought it was dope. I think a lot of women stand on their standards when it comes to a man they actually like. I would say hell no. I think that most women got two sets of rules. They got a set of rules for the guy that they really like and they got a set of rules for everybody else. And that right there is the issue, right? When you reach your peak level of maturity, then those rules become the same. Nobody is exempt. And I think because most women don't stand on their square, that allows men to just feel like we can do what we want. Like, y'all gotta understand how men think. Like, men only respect consequences. That's it, that's all. And fact is, most women don't administer them, right? So if I'm dealing with you and I'm violating and I'm this and I'm that, and you may get mad for two, three days or a week or whatever, you might go stay with your homegirl or whatever the case may be, but we know you coming back. Not only you coming back, but the five women we dated before you coming back. So when we get to the eighth woman, what you think our expectation is going to be? So I think if women want to see change in men, y'all got to start standing on y'all standard. But if y'all don't and continue to have those two sets of rules, good luck. You know what's, you know why I feel like that that's true? Because be shocked is when you leave them, don't they? Yep. What the f- I just cheated twice that's times only, six. Three that's days the ago. only time they be okay <laughs> with going to see the lady and Oh, right. As soon as you leave, that's when they want to go see the lady and fix every f***ed up thing about them. No, it's too late. I no longer care. Yeah, that was the Tonight's Conversation pod. And um, that is something that I've been saying forever. A woman in like or love is very stupid. And I hate to say that, but it is true. A woman in like or love is very stupid. They will, they will let shit slide that they would never let slide because they like you. They will let you do things they would never allow a person to do because they like you. Same time, if a nigga that you that liked you that you didn't like tried even tried that, it wouldn't even what? You have to be that way with everybody. I said on this podcast a thousand times: be a bitch. Men respect a bitch. 
a confident woman that that makes decisions that like don't take no shit. That you know what I'm saying? They ain't playing. They ain't soft. They ain't sweet. Ain't shit sweet, motherfucker. Don't play with me. Men love that. Why do you think they love Lori Harvey? You think a nigga playing on Lori Harvey? Ain't nobody playing with her. You did what, nigga? You know she go dip. She'll break up with niggas when she good. What you mean? Do something. I'm not staying. You do it one time, I'm gone. I'm not, I'm not what you used to. I don't need you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ladies got to get more serious about yourself, bro. Like, it's like, fuck these niggas, bro. For real. I don't know how women don't have the, like, the switch to be like, as soon as a nigga fuck up, I'm off you. That Y'all be staying. Y'all be like, my homegirl told me the other day some nigga went ghosting her for like a month. And then he popped up to my, hey, sorry, I was gone. Da, 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 da. How can I make it up to you? She sent this man her address thinking he gonna send her flowers. Why would you give this nigga your address, you idiot? Because you can't just cut the nigga off because you liked him and he did that dumb. Yo, bro. It's so, so frustrating, bro. Very, very frustrating. But anyway, guys, that's the end of the pod. I had some other funny stuff to play, but we're going to chill out. Mm-hmm. We're going to chill out. I'm going to play some songs now. Where was I? Play some shit, man. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not it. Where's the shit at with my man? There you go. All right, let me play some shit for you. I'm, I'm high as hell, bro. I'm about to go home and smoke a little bit more. But yeah. Uh... Play some old school Stone the shit Let y'all vibe out I ain't even gonna tell y'all What it is I'm just gonna play it And as the game rotate and my name grows bigger How many bitches want, not many bitches want I know you think your bitches don't, but I know what she did last summer Scream for me when I touched up Chef and man, oh, lately had my eyes on the cutlass Fitness say fuck it, call Musa, tell him copy, give it to my brother Sticky trees I sit under, trying to stay cool Big city lights hotter than the motherfucker Tuesday I'm so Cal, Wednesday is Calcutta Socks up, stock rising, keep catching spit Grinding higher than my fitted brighton And if I showed you where I live You would think that I was hiding Can't call it a neighborhood I ain't living by nobody Applying for statehood Make my footprint in geography Spreading my monopoly And plus nobody I know got killed in New Orleans today I got cash put away And some more on the way Yeah Oceans in the back Porsches in the front This the life we want nigga You only live it once uh, I let my feelings sit high Cause I am really on my grind Yeah, I let my feelings sit high Cause I am really on my grind Since in the back, in the, yeah uh, Play 
and shit, you niggas still cuffing. If I wanted a back, nigga, I'd be still fucking. Yeah, and I see niggas try and rap like us. Watch the video, then try and act like us. I know we make this shit look easy. Do a show out in Brooklyn when I just left the easy with my nigga spit spit up. Girls try to get us, tell her I'll be coming back. You best be doing all them sit ups. Don't take me to the airport crying, girl, get up. She don't want me to leave when I'm with her. I tell her I'm the nigga that she need, not a needy ass nigga. The game don't get any realer. I just want the red outside, black stripes like thriller. I'm in my Miami bumpin' Triller I got dope on the low, but I'm not a dope dealer The fans blockin' like the Stillers I let my fittings sit high, cause I ain't really on my grind Cat Williams flow, bitch, this pimpin' all the time You singin' ass rap, niggas sippin' all the time Fuckin' up the game, niggas fuckin' up my name You don't want no money, just fame They ask me how I'm doin' shit, I really can't complain Sippin' champagne, and try and get everything I want Yellin' oceans in the back, Porsches in the front. Uh, uh, I'm yelling, Oceans in the back, Porsches in the front. Stoner tune, stoner tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my last one, we're gonna get up out of here. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be smoking another dubby. Hey, hey. But the weather and the temp tag sequence of numbers and letters on my Chevelle. You can ride, but hey man, watch my leather. Cause bitches get ejected in traffic from disrespecting the classic. Rose in the glasses, get the weed out the plastic. Spitting in the masterpiece, radioactive. I don't kiki with no rappers. They be hustling backwards. Like the jeans on crisscross. Who you Mac Daddy? Oh, Daddy Mackin'. Pin lyrics on back of these napkins. Zoned out in the first class cabin with no Cancellation headphones, two heads brownish for breakfast this morning. Staring down at the ocean and sky, scribbling five on the street car named Desire. Straddle the fence, you only get caught in the vibe. Why? I'm independent. Fuck your system, I get paid without it. Got a new pie here, bitch who moonlighting as a blogger. That rapper weed, she smoked that spare stroke, she wrote about it. You can't deny it, I am a rider. Word to pocket ambition. Houdini, your main squeeze, she disappears, she's a magician. You can't blame in the midst of the fame. Planes get changed. I sent her the Waffle House with my order from the call, man. Yeah, and I'm looking famous. And you could tell by the reaction of them strangers from distance trying to figure if it is all, if it ain't him. The real say I'm on it. The haters say I ain't shit, but I'm still looking famous. And you could tell by the reaction of them strangers from distance trying to figure if it is all, if it ain't him. The real say I'm on it. The haters say I ain't shit, but I'm still. I'm high again, waiting on the sun, dozed off in my 57 at the drive-in. This is a scary movie I'm in, but I do it for my folk who genuinely want me to win. I do a lot of smoking to stay over this bogus shit. My money and out on these bitches, my focus is locked. Niggas claiming to be G 
jet planes, but they not Pay homage, the founder in the house, kid A milf hunter, ask your mama, she can vouch, bitch If she cool the fucking down, we're rolling that Barney up Race day, money on the starting gate, pony up, I hope you're hungry I gotta play the dust for your homie Look up, early morning, exercise, doing push-ups Alright, 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 guys Listen, have a great weekend. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. See you next week.